Hi, I'm Blair. Hi, I'm Stephanie. And this is Fashion Happy Hour with Blair and Stephanie. Yay! Because, you know, life's depressing and fashion shouldn't have to be. That's not true. We're here to talk to you all about it. So, Stephanie, how are you today? I kind of wish I had one of those sad lamps, you know, for a seasonal affective disorder. Because it's rainy and snowy outside. And I'm just like, I feel like I could be better. You know, speaking of seasonal affective disorder, I think a lot of people look to the Oscars for like a little bit of cheeriness and the gloom that is this time of year. Yes, definitely. So let's talk about the fashion on the red carpet because while it's too depressing to talk about anything that actually matters, so let's talk about famous people in expensive clothing. Good point. Let's start. Okay. So the Oscars, it's all about the best dress and the worst dress. And we've got our top five for each, but we're gonna start with the best dress first. So Blair, who's number five on your best dress list? So number five on my best dress list is Chris <laughs> Janelle Monet wearing Christian Siriano. Christian Siriano is not on my best dress list, but one of his one of his outfits is. <laughs> and Interesting fact, he dressed 17 of the women at the various events around the Oscars, so like the Oscars ceremony itself and some of the after parties, and so that's a pretty impressive feat. And number five, we have Janelle Monet in this like red Colonel Sanders tuxedo pantsuit, like a ball skirt over it. So it's a little like couture Colonel Sanders meets Josephine Baker. And I'm here for it. I like it. The reds are a little bit mismatched in a way that is a little bit off-putting. But I like how dramatic this skirt is. And the idea of a skirt over a tuxedo suit feels pretty fresh. I like that it was a different take on it. It was bright red. It wasn't just, you know, a black tuxedo suit under anything like that. But... It's not an outfit that everyone will look great in. She but I think it, she's definitely pulling it off, and I give her props because it's not easy looking good like a couture no. <laughs> Colonel Sanders. No. <laughs> not a great look for everyone. <laughs> if you can, why not? Mm-hmm. My number five on my best dress list is also wearing red, but it's Allison Janney in what Blair would call a Maleficent dress. I don't think it looks, I mean, okay, it kind of looks like that, but I love Maleficent. So I normally don't like red dresses on red carpets because I think it's just too much. I don't know what it was about this dress, but I love it. I think it really is the sleeves. I just want that dress. I'm all for a multi-purpose garment. I really and truly am. (laughs) But if the sleeves in your dress are sleeping the floor, much as I'm sure the custodians at the Oscars appreciated Mm -hmm. that, I'm not sure that that is something that your dress should the sleeves of your dress should be doing. She just looks so good! <laughs> and I don't know, wouldn't it be kind of frustrating to be working with those sleeves all evening long? Okay. Like, sure. how do you go to the bathroom in that dress? Like, where where are those you sleeves going? Just <laughs> knot up your sleeves in front of you or behind you and you'll be fine. <laughs> like, did she need, like, three people to help her go you to know, the bathroom? <laughs> Sleeve holder number one, sleeve holder number two. I mean, she did win an Oscar, so if she needs, Mm. like, two attendants to hold her sleeves while she goes to the bathroom, 
I guess that's an Oscar winner. She, <laughs> she's entitled to that. This is true. I just think she looks great. The only thing I don't like is the matching red clutch. But that's the only thing I don't like. <laughs> oh, you know later that might be one of the times that we talk about. Mm, we have a lot to say about that. But that's for later. We have notes, as they say. <laughs> well, my number four is Allison Williams and Armani Privé. And this too was something of a trend. You know, you saw a lot of people wearing dresses that are kind of in these like nudie, sheer, sometimes with embellishments. Um, I thought that this was a nice dress for the Oscars when your film is nominated, but you yourself aren't. You want to show up looking put together and like you're taking it seriously, but you don't really want to like have one of those iconic fashion moments because then it kind of looks like you're taking the spotlight from somebody that is nominated. Very true. And you know, I'm a sucker for sparkle. It looked really, she looked great. I loved her whole outfit, her hair, her makeup, everything just looked perfect. I like her. She was not on my best dress list, but I really do love her dress. My number four was Jennifer Garner. I actually have no idea if she's nominated for anything or... I feel like she's in this issue. She's nominated for breaking up with Ben Affleck, which, good call, girl. Yes, Jen, yes. She's nominated for life because (laughs) that was a smart life choice. I love her. She's, I feel like she's never looked bad on a red carpet to me before. Or she just makes great fashion choices. I don't know. I just really love this blue dress on her. Um, It's like, I don't even know how to describe the shade of blue, but it's very flowy. It's a great Oscars red carpet dress. Nothing too crazy. And that's kind of all I have to say about it. She's very pretty. Well, she actually came in at my number three. Oh, great segue. And she's wearing Italian Versace. And the only note I have on this is she's wearing matching shoes, but you can barely see them. Mm. So I'm just going to pretend I don't. So you're against matching shoes? With a dress that's that strong of a statement, I would have gone with like a neutral shoe, mm-hmm. maybe like a silver or gold. I guess mm-hmm. I just don't like things that match. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Sometimes I wonder if you really need a matching shoe. I really think you don't, unless it just happens to be a black shoe and a black dress. I'm also curious because she isn't carrying any sort of evening bag. Does she have Where's a hammer? Does she Jen? have a date? Where's your phone? Like, she's got a couple of kids. Maybe, like, Mama hired a sitter, and she's like, you know what? Leaving my phone at home. I hope the kids are alive when I come back. She looks good with or without a clutch. I'm kind of glad she didn't go with a clutch. <laughs> I mean, like, you gotta put your breath mints in your phone somewhere, right? Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't go without a clutch. I don't know what she... I'm sure she has her people holding on to it. <laughs> So, my number three on the best dress list is Zoe Dutch. Did you like that dress? I really love this dress. Give me a tiered skirt and I'm I'm mostly in. See, I don't know. I think I have a love-hate relationship with tiered fabrics. But for some reason, I just couldn't stop staring at this dress. I just really like it. It's very soft in the sense that it reminds me of, like, laundry, but also, like, a curtain that you would hang on a window, but not in a bad way because of the tears. I think tears just remind me of cakes and curtains, but she just makes this look really nice. I think that like when you do tears in like a nice, like light evening fabric, like a tool, mm-hmm. like 
that can be really pretty. If it's in a heavier fabric, yeah, it can sometimes like, be a lot of fabric. Like, satiny chiffon, if it's like shiny. Ooh. Yeah. And then my number two, and this comes as a bit of a surprise to me, but you know, it's nice to know that sometimes I can overcome my fashion prejudices <laughs> and love something by Rodarte. Because oh normally gosh. I look at Rodarte and I'm like, why do they make clothing? <laughs> a lot of times their clothing seems like it belongs in like a Guillermo del Toro film oh and God. not on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Normally I'm not a huge fan, but I thought the Greta Gerwig's dress was lovely. And I guess it's really becoming a thing where there have been some really beautiful yellow dresses on the red carpet. Michelle Williams wore like a mustardy one that everyone loved. Nicole Kidman wore that Chartiste Dior. So. Yellow's making like weird, an oddly weird comeback. Hmm. Yellow. I'm like. Fashion's new color. So happy. Available to retailer near you. Oh gosh. (laughs) Oh. So my number two is Tiffany Haddish. I don't know if you saw her dress, but something about it was just so different to me and just so refreshing. I normally don't, I feel like I don't see anyone wearing any type of cardigan over their dresses on a red carpet. So I just felt like, wow, that's a, you know, a new change. It was and inspired by her father's her father, Yeah, I love it. And the little um, headpiece that she wore also in her hair. Everything just looks so great. And I love gold. I'm a sucker for gold. So I thought um, the gold detail on the dress and on the cardigan was just really great. I'm just glad that she got out of that white Alexander McQueen gown for the evening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although, it did make an appearance in the ceremony earlier because I guess that joke hasn't been rung out yet. Mm. And you know what? I'm all for wearing things multiple times. I don't yeah. actually have different outfits for every day of the year, oh so... Oh my god. Could you imagine how big our closets would be? I mean, my closet is already too big. <laughs> and even I have to repeat an outfit. Oh. So I support that. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't love that white Alexander McQueen dress. Did anybody? I guess she does. Or you know what? She's like, I paid a lot of money for this dress. I'm going to wear it a lot. It, yeah. And I support that. You know, I really support that too. Because if I'd, I paid that much for a dress like that, I would probably wear it as often as I could. <laughs> I just would have, like, she seems fun. I would have wanted to go shopping with her and see if I yeah. could, like, push her in another direction. I would I would love to go shopping with her. That seems, like, really fun, actually. <laughs> I would, too. And I bet she would tell everyone all these hilarious stories about it. I know. Oh, my God. Our dream. <laughs> my number one spot goes to... Lupita. And I have to say, I'm a sucker for a black and gold combo. And I think she just looks stunning. I mean, she always looks stunning. She's Lupita. She always looks so good. But this dress looks great on her. I feel like I don't know if I've ever seen her in gold before. I don't know. Maybe I have. But she looks great. And normally I don't love a slit, but Mm -hmm. I really do like this slit. Mm -hmm. Kind of wish that this was the dress she wore to accept her Oscar in. Because that Rala dress. I don't know, it wasn't. It wasn't this. It wasn't. Like, this is like a strong decorative statement. Mm-hmm. It's just like it. a grown ass woman who could, like, probably kick your ass. Probably, yeah. And I don't know, like, that seems very close to who Lupita actually is. Yeah, it really does seem like <laughs> who she is. 
Yeah. She'd be like, I'm smarter than you and I'm stronger than you. Okay, Lupita. Fair enough on both points. Absolutely. <laughs> My number one best dress would be Greta Gerwig. That yellow dress. I don't know. I just want it. You know? It's just, it makes me happy. It makes me feel like she's... I don't know. I don't know what it is about yellow. I normally, I don't wear yellow. I'm not a big fan of yellow. But she just makes this look like I kind of want to wear yellow because of her now. It's the classic sunshine on a cloudy day thing. Unfortunately, sunshine on a cloudy day doesn't really work with my skin tone. Mm. <laughs> Maybe one day I can make yellow work. If one day I could like wear this dress. I don't have to wear yellow. I can just look at this dress on a cloudy day and be like, okay. Oh, that's so true. If I had this in my closet, I'd look at it all day. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're gonna turn to the worst dressed women. And before we start, I just want to say that all of these women are wonderful. Yes. And I wish nothing but the best for them. Maybe but, just like a better wardrobe in but general. their dresses let them down. Yes. Just this dress for this night. Hmm. We'll get into it. We will. We have notes. <laughs> Alright, so number five on my worst dress list is Saoirse Ronan. I don't know what else to say besides I don't think she should wear baby pink any longer. And if she is going to wear baby pink, I think it should be a more flattering dress. Just something maybe more form-fitting. She looks like she stepped into like a Christmas wrapping roll of paper and just kind of like stepped into it. But it, no one wrapped her up. It's just kind of, she's just kind of there. But I love Saoirse Ronan. That is not a present I would want to find under my tree. Yeah. I mean, there is a bow behind her, right? On that picture? Right, mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, you know, sometimes there are general rules of thumb in life. And I think one of them is that your bow probably shouldn't have more fabric in it than your dress. Yes. I mean, I love her shoes. I mean, they're the same exact color as her dress. But I feel like those are cute shoes that she could totally wear anywhere else. Maybe if that dress was completely different, I would like it more. <laughs> I mean, she made it to number three on my list. Mm. It looks like a bridesmaid's dress that was picked by a bride who hates her bridesmaids. Oh my god, you're so right. Like, it's that, like a shade of pink that almost nobody looks good in. No so that the bride can look better. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the kind of pink you put on your nails because it's a nail polish pink. It's cute. You don't wear it on your whole body. My number five, jumping around a little bit, is Frances McDormand in Valentino. <laughs> I've stayed in a lot of hotel rooms over the years, and this dress, the fabric... It looks like the carpeting that you would find in a motel that hasn't been updated in a couple of years. Like a very ugly one, at that. Like a very ugly oh, one. Yeah. Like a hotel that nobody wants to stay in. Who? Like, why did you think this was okay? You know, she strikes me as somebody who has a quirky sense of style. Mm-hmm. Like, she seemed to love the way she looked. Yes. I just didn't love it. I understand why she wore it. What I don't understand is why Valentina designed that dress. Why did they think it was a good idea? Like, who was just like... Like, this, we need like to Who hold... made that fabric, first of all? Like, 
It looks like her dress is like being attacked by gold green fungus. Oh god. Like it looks like it was buried during the renaissance and like excavated and they were like, let's turn it into a fabulous Valentino frock. I like gold, but I don't like gold like that. And well, it is Valentino, but I don't think it's fabulous. Not fabulous. She did not make it on my list, but my number four would be Maya Rudolph. And I love Maya Rudolph. I think she is hilarious. She's a great actress and I wish she was in more things. But this dress is horrifying to me. Like at first, I'm like, is, is it a dress? Is it a pantsuit? Is why is it cinched in at the little like wrist area? Like it looks like she's wearing a collared shirt that decided to extend itself. Could it be a nightgown? It kind of matches her lipstick. I, yeah. It makes me really sad. Yes, as an outfit, I don't love this, but it kind of looks like my Rudolph is gonna like start her own church. And you know what? That is a church <laughs> I would go to. <laughs> If you're starting a church, Maya, we join. And you can wear that outfit. Yes. And as you go say this is and tell us all how to live our lives. Yes, Maya, preach. We could call it Rudolphology. Oh my god. That's a cult I would join. I mean, Maya, please give it a better name, but, you know, <laughs> think about it. My number four is Sama Hayek and Gucci. And I know earlier I said I loved a tiered skirt, but I don't love this. It's kind of giving me a mistress of a guy in first class on the Titanic. Did Salma love this? Because... It's mm. like, I'm going down with this ship and I'm going to wear all my jewelry with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think Salma's great. I don't think this dress is great. She is, and I would love to see her star in a film where she plays a mistress in first class on the Titanic. In this dress, huh? That'd be perfect. <laughs> no, in a better dress. <laughs> <laughs> not even, this dress doesn't even make it on the film. Although, I would not mind seeing this dress go down with the ship. Okay. Just not while she's in it. Okay. In her cargo with the rest of the luggage. Her husband owns half the luxury fashion houses. Like, how does this happen? It shouldn't have happened. But, like, like, why do these outfits exist? I don't know if I can picture anyone looking great in that dress. It would look cute on a Barbie for, like, okay. $20. Or, okay. like, an off-brand Barbie. Yeah. You know what? Maybe. Maybe. It kind of has that, like, sparkly appeal to a child quality. Yes. Yes. Which, as you might guess, doesn't make for a great Oscars dress. Not really trying to appeal to children? No, not exactly. <laughs> Selma comes on my list later, so I'll talk about her in a second. But for now, my number three is Sally Hawkins. I don't know any of the things that she's been in. I don't really know who she is, but I know I don't like her dress. And I think, I think I might actually like it if... There were some alterations involved if she didn't look so like frumpy and droopy. If it was a little more form-fitting at the top, like waist up, maybe if the sleeves weren't so existent, like maybe if they were just non-existent, maybe I'd like it. Maybe if the belt was different and maybe if it wasn't black, like, you know what, maybe I just, I don't like it. I don't think I like it. <laughs> I just think it's a little bit ironic that she was nominated for The Shape of Water and she's wearing such a shapeless dress. <laughs> I mean, maybe that dress really is the shape of water. Maybe water doesn't have a shape. 
water isn't shaped very well then. I'm not a fan. I don't know what this is. It's, it's shiny and droopy at the same time, and it's... Oh, I don't like it. The, the thing that bothers me is I think it needs, like, a better, bigger sash that's cinched in more. Yeah, it's like it's not doing anything. It's not doing anything at all for her. And the black embroidery at the bottom just makes it look like the skirt got dirty on the way to the venue. I'm a little more okay with that than the top of the dress. I think I really just don't like the top of the dress. I mean, I'm not loving any of it. Yeah. It's a big no for me. Sorry, Sally. And as I said, my number three is Sir Sharonin. Mm. And the only thing I have to say is she looked beautiful in a green Colin Klein dress at the Oscars when she was nominated. And so she probably went to Calvin again, thinking that she would end up with something beautiful. I really don't like, like, these T-length sheath dresses with big, huge bows sticking off of them. It's boring in the front and, like, sad party that nobody wants to go to in the back. Yeah, it's, like, worse than a mullet. It kind of mm. looks like she took some fabulous satin bed sheets <laughs> and was like, shit, the ceremony's today. Oh, Luckily, she got her makeup done. Like, shit, I don't have a dress. I'm just going to wrap this coffin pine sheet around me and hope for the best. That's basically it. Oh god, that makes it seem so much more worse than it probably is. It just seems so sad now. And like, if that's the actual story, Sasha, like, points for making a dress out of a sheet. But she didn't make that dress. She's but if that's it. Calvin Klein collection, mm. I would not like to collect that Calvin Klein. No, certainly not. <laughs> Number two on my worst dress list is Salma Hayek. Again, this dress. Okay, I like tears sometimes, just not this time. It looks horrifying. She looks like a rainbow fish, but tears and tears of rainbow fish that happens to be chained up on the top. I just... So do these tears give you tears? Yes. So many tears. We're crying for you, Salma. Mm. But not really because your husband is a billionaire. Yeah, you should have known better. <laughs> what the hell is this? Yeah, you know, at first I was like, God, why didn't anyone tell her? But now that I know, she had options. No, I don't really feel that bad. I mean, can we talk about how she's wearing, like, an entire diamond mind around her neck, though? Like, yeah. do you think that she was like, I hear this dress, I'm just gonna stick some big jewelry on it and call it a day? It's just really shiny. <laughs> Not in a good way, shiny. It's a little Selma. My number two is Nicole Kidman. Mmm, Nicole. What happened? I'm so glad to see Nicole Kidman in like a strong color. She looks yeah. fantastic in blue. And that concludes the nice things I have to say about this dress. <laughs> I don't I don't like how shiny the blue fabric is. Like it kind of looks like a tarp that you put out in the rain. I'm actually not I'm not bothered by that. I'm bothered by the weird ass bow on her hip. Is it, the first, I didn't think it was a bow. And then I was like, oh, it's kind of cute. But I really, you know. The bow for me is like the least, the least worst part of the dress. Oh, really? I think like, I don't worse. mind the bow. What I don't like is the slit. And the way the slit is done, it kind of looks like a seam that bursts. Mm. And honestly, at this point, after like the Angelina Jolie meme, 
if you show up in a slit, I feel like you're asking for like a comparison to Angelina Jolie. This is pretty true. I don't like big slits, especially with one running on a seam because it looks like you split your dress. Yes. And you know, if that's what really happened, you should have just discarded it and gotten another one. Maybe someone was trying to send you a signal that that dress was not what you should have wanted. Should have taken the signal, Nicole. When the universe gives you ripped dresses, take them off. Just don't do it. Okay. Say no to slits, children. Say <laughs> no to slits. My number one worst dress, which I think might be yours too. We haven't discussed this. It's Whoopi Goldberg. She's actually not she in my worst, is. but she could be. She's just on my worst. And I'm really upset about it because it's Christian Siriano, which I love. But this dress is just... Okay. I don't like belts with dresses, but that's not even the part that like makes me go insane it's this print what is it it's like flowers but not and it just looks like a tablecloth that you just bunched together because you were trying to wash it and it just didn't work and it dried all weird and you just made it into a dress i don't like the fit on her i just i don't know i i don't know you do know it's bad let's not <laughs> It's, it's really... Sometimes you just have to call a bad dress a bad dress. If I saw that print in a wrapped package for a tablecloth at like a 99 cent store, I would actually buy it for a tablecloth. Actually, no, I don't think I would. It looks horrifying. I wouldn't even buy it as a tablecloth. It just looks like a tablecloth or like a runner that you just put on your table. It looks like a sponge painted floral. I can't do it. Oh my God. It's just, it's too much for me. Whoopee, come on. This is not good. I'm not a fan of this. My number one is Emily Blunt, and she's wearing Scaparelli. It's a shade of blue that looks like dirty dishwater, which, like, I've, like I feel like that is what the water that I wash my jeans in looks mm -hmm. like after a cycle. Yeah. Like, I, it's dotted tulle, which is a tough sell for me. Mm -hmm. And then they're, like, asymmetrical tulle puffy sleeves. I love tulle, but I do not love this dress. There are too many things going on that, like, I don't know what's going on in the front of her dress, that giant X, but that doesn't go well with the weird shoulder area. And, mm. I love Emily Blunt. She was yes. wonderful in the Double Wears product. She's amazing. Not yeah. in this dress. Like, if Emily saw this dress, she would have things to say, and mm -hmm. they would not be kind. Yeah, if her character saw this dress. What is her name? But they would name? probably be fair. Yeah. Ugh. What is her character's name? I don't know. It's going to fuck me now. But whatever her character from Double Isn't it something with an E? Is it Amanda? No. Because, like... It's Andy is it Sachs. Emily? Yeah. It's Andy Sachs, and... This is gonna bug us now. Wait, is it actually Emily? It might actually be Emily. Watch, we're very wrong. I'm gonna Google this. Also, I'm just putting it out there that like Emily, Emily's character should have been the main character in that movie. Oh my god, I agree. Like the whole like Andy Sachs, I'm wearing Chanel boots, but I don't really like fashion. Fashion's stupid, but like, can you get me free clothes from the closet attitude? Mm -hmm. Was the highly annoying. Her name is Emily. Her character's name is Emily. Okay, see? Emily would have words to say. Come it. through, fact-checking team. <laughs> so we've talked about best-dressed and worst-dressed, but we talked about all women. And 
it might just seem like the Oscars is just about women, especially the red carpet, because of the dresses, but we have a few things to say about the men and their outfits and their behavior. Blair. I could only find two best-ass men, like I thought actually wore something memorable. I remember the bad ones too, but yeah. we'll start on a positive note with the good ones. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I'm predisposed to love a cold shoulder tuxedo <laughs> with a leather harness. And I don't know, maybe I'm blinded by how charming he is in interviews. Mm. So I'll, I'll admit it's totally possible. Mm-hmm. But I actually kind of love this. A, because tuxedos are incredibly boring. And literally everyone wears them mm-hmm. every year, so... It's interesting to see someone do, like, a slightly different take, so I think that helps me love it. I also, this is probably the only Oscars that Adam will ever go to. Like, Mm -hmm. this is his moment. He's invited because it's the Olympics and everyone's excited about him. This is a memorable moment for him, for him to make a statement with, like, a patent leather bow tie Mm -hmm. and bonded gear. It's pretty awesome. If a nominee were wearing this, I would not be inclined to love it. I agree. It works for him specifically. And he is so charming. And I'm like, maybe that's why I really do like him. But I don't love this outfit, but he makes it work somehow. Also, whoever did his makeup did amazing work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is he wearing? I don't know. It just looks great. And then my second choice for best dressed male is Chadwick Boseman in Givenchy Couture. Again, it's not a tuxedo. Mm -hmm. It's like a black formal jacket with silver embroidery falling down from the shoulders to the waist. I like it. I really like it. It's different. It stood out because it was different. Even though it is an all-black ensemble, the embellishments, I think, did it for me. The only thing I don't love is the shirt under the jacket Mm. like I maybe would have gone for like a more classic shirt and tie moment Mm -hmm. but I do love the boots and I kind of want to steal them I like it a lot where did he get it I want it Chivanshi Couture maybe someday perhaps (laughs) maybe someday when I stop needing to like eat or live in an apartment and I I just like need (laughs) one outfit to live the rest of my life in yeah that day's not gonna happen for me (laughs) Turning to the worst dress list, I am going to go with first Timothée Chalamet in a white Berluti tuxedo. I had to wear a white dinner jacket to my graduation with a maroon cummerbund bow tie and it was oh not God. the look. I think objectively, I mean, I would not, I don't even wear white pants, let alone a full-blown white top, jacket, pants, shoes, everything. He's very fair. Mm-hmm. I'm very fair. White makes me look like Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> it's kind of like a Casper the Friendly Oscar nominee. Mm. Just doesn't look great. And, like, the black shoes, which are actually the best part of the outfit, really don't go with the white tuxedo. In this case, I think the solution is just to next the white tuxedo. Yeah. Like, Always the solution. <laughs> I'm glad he tried something different. I really and truly am. I hope he realized that it just wasn't a great look. 
I mean, I think he'll be okay. I think he'll recover. Be fine. He's probably not upset. I don't think so. The two people in Brooklyn are making fun of his mm-hmm. look. He's not. Kindly. Yes. With love. <laughs> and then, and you know, I wasn't going to rank them, but you know what? I am going to rank them. This is the absolute worst look <laughs> of this Oscars and quite possibly of Oscars going back several years. Yeah. And this is Dale Brett Gibson, who, and I did not know this, but he was in one of my favorite shows called You're the Worst. And well, you're the worst dressed today. This outfit is the worst, specifically that jacket. That jacket is like Avon Lady representative pink. It's like pink lady, Avon lady. Where it doesn't fit, not, right? If he wore it in October, I would be fine with it. This is, no. I would be fine with this jacket if he took it off and set it on fire. You know, if he didn't have that jacket on, he'd probably look fine. I mean. Of those weird pants. I mean, if you take the jacket and the pants off, you're not <laughs> But, I mean, the tie is crooked. He's wearing sunglasses. Maybe he just woke up. Giving him the benefit of the doubt. If you just woke up and you're in a rush, like, <laughs> do you just happen to find, like, that pink tuxedo jacket that you just happen to have, like, hanging off the back of a jacket you wore last night? And, oh, like... Oh, I'm just gonna grab some high water pants. Cause, I mean, we do live in environmentally fraught times. We've had some crazy weather. You mm-hmm. never know where a flood's gonna strike, mm-hmm. but like, probably mm-hmm. not the red carpet. No, no. I wish that people would stop relying on the tuxedo at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it's time to open things up a little bit. Maybe do some suits. Yes, anything. Something. Like, there's, there's formal outfits for men that aren't a tuxedo. Mm hmm. Like, embellished dinner jackets mm-hmm. with black pants. Anything would be better than some of these worst dress that we've seen. We've all seen enough black tuxedos in our lives. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a best dress or a worst dress for the men of this Oscar season. Just because, to me, the only things that stood out that these men wore were the different colors. So, like, an embellished jacket or a velvet jacket or just anything different, you know, but that didn't mean that it would make a best or a worst dress list because it was different than a tuxedo and it wasn't just a typical black outfit. So yeah, I think it would be kind of nice to have a red carpet where either it wasn't solely based on women's wear or where the men would wear more exciting things than just a tuxedo. And that we would notice them for more than just, oh, he's not wearing black, he's wearing color. Yeah, and I think the men, in this one very small way, are at a bit of a disadvantage because they just have access to tuxedos. They're very limited, and they're probably not going to end up looking bad mm-hmm. unless they drive out of wearing Gucci. Oh, God. But, you know, that's another story. That really is another story. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to trends. <laughs> there are some trends, not very many, but there are a few trends here and there for this red carpet. Um, the one that stuck out to me was one that you pointed out to me, which was matching your clutch color to your dress color. I have only done this once, and it was when my clutch was black and my dress was black. Have you ever done this with, like, a clutch of yours or an outfit? I don't 
Um, no. I, I feel like I literally only match, and it just happened to be a black clutch with a black dress, just because that's what it was. But if I were on a red carpet and I wore like a red dress, I don't think I would go for a red clutch or any other color that matched my dress for that matter. Especially like in pictures, if you're holding a clutch like next to your dress, it looks like an appendage. Like your clutch is hanging on your dress. Yeah. I don't know why people, why would they do it? I mean, be, just because it matches? Okay, it's kind of like matching your shoes to your dress. Matching accessories are kind of in private territory. Like Viola Davis comes to mind. She mm-hmm. wore this pink dress. Like that's an aggressive pink that maybe some people just may like want to sample that shade of pink. Yeah. So to wear like the whole dress and then the bag and that shade of like Barbie Pepto Dismal. If it if one was pink and the other wasn't, like if the bag was pink and the dress was not, or the dress was pink and the bag was not, I think it would be fine. That shade of pink is kind of in Barbie territory, so yeah. it was it's a very Barbie look. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a fan of it. I love her, but I wasn't a fan of that look. Annalise Kidding would tell her what was up with that look. Mm-hmm. Did you see any trends? I did one time that I <laughs> thought was interesting was men were talking about what makeup they wore mm-hmm. to the Oscars. And it's kind of been an open secret that, like, male celebrities and public appearances are probably wearing some sort of foundation, exactly. some sort of makeup just to make themselves look better. The, the cameras that they have aren't really very kind. No, not forgiving. So, and now I know, like... Usually there is a trend, but I could only find two instances where men talked about the makeup that they wore. So one was Daniel Kaluuya said that he wore Fenty Which was foundation. Amazing. I mean, who um, doesn't love Fenty Beauty, really? I mean, apparently he does. <laughs> and then Tom Holland wore Mike Jacobs Beauty. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I feel like... Guys never, you know, you ask, like, a woman, like, oh, who are you wearing tonight? Yeah, same thing to a guy. But you don't really ask about a guy's makeup. But I feel like people should. Or guys should just mention it more often. Because we know you're wearing something on your face, most likely. I think it's one of those things where maybe, like, men that aren't celebrities wear makeup when they don't really like to talk about it. It's just one of those things that, like, That's true. people do. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be an interesting kind for people to be more open with the fact. Especially if they're celebrities and they're known for being attractive. It can exactly. Be... It's like, well, what's that male celebrity wearing on his face? Because I want to wear it on my face now. <laughs> you know, not that, like, Tom Holland looked horrible before he put some mm-hmm. Jacob's foundation on. But now it's nice know. to know that, like, what you're seeing isn't exactly, like, Him. how he woke up this morning. Exactly. And, like, I guess... The fact that he's a man wearing makeup is also like, oh, and you're talking about it. This is great. Why didn't we just keep doing this? Just keep going down this path. And then, um, do you have any more trends? That was the only trend I had. One other trend I noticed was that a lot of people chose, like, dresses that are kind of in, like, the nude, pale, mm-hmm. like, tans and peaches and very light pink. I mean, I'm, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like it works sometimes. Maybe depending on the skin tone and the dress itself. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing to me is the dress should either be several shades lighter or several shades darker mm-hmm. than your skin tone. If it's like cutting it too close, then... I mean, the dress is not like a pair of nude pumps. If you're getting a pair of nude pumps, you want it closest to your skin tone. But for a dress itself, I... Well, do you want to look naked, you know? Like, I totally agree with that statement. You do I mean, like if you're Carrie Bradshaw, like, <laughs> <laughs> apparently you do. Well, yeah. It's interesting if you think about how women have been, like, appearing and asserting themselves on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. There's something kind of, like, a nude or, like, a light dress isn't really, like, a strong fashion statement. Mm-hmm. That's true. I feel like a lot of the more memorable looks of the evening were, like, these more saturated retro colors. That's very true. So maybe it's, like, a way of being safe. Perhaps it is. Although I have to say, I did really like Alison Williams' dress, and it was kind of a nudie shade. That's true. That's true. It just, everything just looked good. I feel like I've never had a favorite dress on someone on a red carpet event that was a nude shade. It is very safe, very uh, neutral. And, like, a little bit forgettable. Sadly enough. Hmm. Like, you probably won't be put on any more stress lists, but, like, you probably won't be buying any dress Maybe they are either. going for safety. I never thought about it like that, but now that I think about it. Well, yeah. also, like, this season, more than most, I feel like the red carpet has kind of been turned into women making, like, statements. statements. They just want to Maybe they genuinely just said, like, <laughs> I want to look pretty, and this exactly. dress is pretty. You know, that is a reason to buy and wear a dress. If you want to look pretty and it looks pretty, there you go. But, you know, for those of us with seasonal affective disorder, yes. seeing a lot of bright, colorful dresses on the red carpet, it's cheering. It is. It really is. And so you should really dress for, like, my winter moods, you know? I love, I mean, I feel like not all neutral dresses, I don't think all of them are forgettable, but they're definitely not notable. You know what I mean? I mean, do you remember any, like, new dresses from two or three years ago that you're nope. like, that is a dress that I remember? Nope. <laughs> not notable. Nudes are not notable. That's your takeaway. Unless you send them on your cell phone. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of notable items, <laughs> I've got a few people on a list that wore some notable outfits at the Oscars, one of which I think that everyone noted was Rita Moreno in her dress that she wore to the Oscars more than 50 years ago, which I'm all about wearing things over and over again. I feel like, uh, I don't, I'm not a celebrity, but if I had that much money and I, you know, was invited to Oscars and I had the chance to buy a new dress for every occasion, maybe I would never wear things over again, but I feel like it's, you know, like, why don't you? And why is that that when someone wears a dress over and over again, we talk about it like it's such a horrible thing, you know? I think one of the most interesting things to remember about Rita is that when she originally wore this dress, she probably had it designed for her. She probably paid for it herself. Whereas now, all these years later, the lion's share of celebrities get their dresses for free. And those that don't get them for free, in fact, get paid to wear them. 
I have thoughts on that. I think that people in fashion have to make it seem like celebrities always need to wear something new because like they want they need something new to look at, otherwise they get bored. That is true. So it is understandable. They also do get some like free samples off the runway. Mm-hmm. That is true. But the downside of that is some of them end up in pretty crazy looking clothing. Yeah. I mean, Rita Moreno just looked adorable. I just wasn't a huge, huge fan of her outfits. I love this story and I love the idea. I didn't love the dress. Exactly. I mean, I kind of liked her necklace a lot. I thought I love the necklace. And I love the turban. Everything, like the accessories, everything was great. I I... The print, that was it. It was just the print. Really. It's a lot of very aggressive fabric. If it was all black, or maybe if it was black and gold, but that's it. Like, the orange and everything else wasn't there. The print looks dated. Like, some clothes age really well, and some of them end up looking a little dated. Exactly. Just like some people age really well. Exactly. I think one of the most interesting things to remember about Rita is that when she originally wore this dress, she probably had it designed for her. She probably paid for it herself. Whereas now, all these years later, the lion chair celebrities get their dresses for free. And those that don't get them for free, in fact, get paid to wear them. Did you have any other notable dresses, people, situations? Lindsay Vaughn showed up and... It's an interesting dress. It's by Christian Siriano. It kind of has like a penny dreadful, like a gothic horror vibe. Like she might be the bride of Frankenstein. I don't know, maybe she wants to be like a cast in a horror movie. I don't know if this is the way to do it. But I mean, I do say dress for the role you want. (laughs) That's a big no for me. It was like this steampunky, gothic, Victorian look. It was like, maybe, it was just too much going on all at once. If it just like, if you just cut out a bunch of different elements of that dress, then maybe it would look okay. Also, it looks like she got the necklace at a costume store. Like, it came in the Bride of Frankenstein kit. Um, I just wasn't a fan of that outfit. I don't understand why it was created. I don't understand... The elements that went into it, or I just not a fan of it. <laughs> um, we talked about Adam Rapon for a bit, but I thought that his choices were bold and very him. And I feel like again, if someone else were to wear that outfit, they just wouldn't have been able to pull it off the way he did. And we did talk about Chadwick Boseman for a second. That jacket, which I really love, and I think guys should just wear more jackets like that. I found that to be a really notable moment for me. And I just have to say, my very last notable moment was when Andrew Day laid on the red carpet. So I didn't see this. I wish I was there. But she's laying on the red carpet, posing, clutch in hand, staring at the camera. She's waiting for a close-up. And I don't understand how the situation happened. I also don't understand what she's wearing, but... I mean, 
If her goal was to get that dress out of frame, I think that's a good goal because it's a terrible dress. <laughs> but I don't think that was her goal. No. So, you know, maybe she's been on a juice cleanse for a couple of weeks and, like, she got to the red carpet and she's doing a little, like, low blood sugar and she had to, like, sit for a second. And then, you know, once you're done there, you may as well post her some photos, I guess. I mean, it looks like an off-the-shoulder dress, like... It's and a bad floral. It's which actually, now that I'm saying that, is another trend of the night for me. Bad florals. Yeah. Too we many know. of them. It, is it even spring yet? Like I don't even think spring on the calendar has struck. But I mean, honestly, those florals don't make me excited for spring. No. Like if that is what spring looks like, I will take another six months away. Yep. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Don't need to look at this. I don't know why she's lying down, but I wasn't a fan of this outfit. And the other, my one final kind of notable moment, and this was a little bit cute and a little bit awkward, was Sam Rockwell, who won an Oscar for three billboards, was posing on the red carpet with his wife, Leslie Bibb. And at one point, he, like, walked away so that she could get some solo photos, which was a very gentlemanly thing to do. But he didn't look quite sure, like, what to do. Because he knew that, like, he was still on camera, even though he was, like, stepping out of, like, the photographer's frame. He was, like, still on the live stream. So, like, he made a couple of awkward gestures. Like, I think there might have been some fist pumps in there. Like, it was just... It was an endearing moment. And I thought it was kind of hysterical that, like, the male nominee was like, Yeah, yeah, nice. Like, can you step out of the picture so we can take a picture of your wife? I mean... I don't know what he's doing. It made for some funny photo ops, I'm sure, but I, I what are just, you doing? I would just like somebody to like make a meme out of it. I don't know why they haven't already. Like if I knew how to make a meme, I would. I feel like we can do that. We can make him into a gif. Oh God, what is he doing with his life? Is this what all guys do on the red carpet? They just like step aside and then they like huff and puff about it. It's just him. I've never seen this. I mean, he that. doesn't like look upset. He I feel just like he's like... trying to be funny. Maybe. But like he kind of strikes me as like a dude that's a little bit odd, a little bit quirky. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think this was like. Him. I don't he know. wasn't actually upset. I don't think. I really. No, think I think upset. he was like, well, I don't know what to do now. Like I know everyone can see me, so I'll just do some weird things while my wife is getting her picture taken. Hmm. Odd moment, but uh, very notable. <laughs> I mean, it was his relatable moment before he won an Oscar. That's true. So I guess he can hashtag relatable. Hmm. For every man that's ever felt upstaged by their wife. Oh. I guess he can. He's trying to be relatable. All right. I see. I see. And on the note of awkward moments, we're going to bring this podcast to its conclusion. (laughs) This has been the first and hopefully the messiest episode of Fashion Happy Hour with Blair and Stephanie. Thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next time. We'll try to have our act together a little bit more, but we make (laughs) no promises. We'll try.